Greetings, Earth. This is Tom Nardone here. I am singing my intro because it's the fourth time I've tried it. I have a guest today. I've wanted her for a long time. Won't you welcome Jenna Knight to the show? My guest is Jenna Knight. Jenna is uh, an ADHD coach, and she is probably one of the uh, one of the hardest working uh, coaches out there. Jenna is, is cons- probably the most consistent blogger that I have ever uh, heard of. She is uh, the brains behind Never Defeated Coaching, and you can find her stuff at Never Defeated Never Defeated Coaching.com. Nope. Jenna, is it what? I screwed it up. Is it not net? Dot net. Dot net. Not dot com. If you go to dot com, you will be disappointed. It's dot net. <laughs> Is that your, is that your, uh, your, uh, host? Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> all right, Jenna, I'm so glad to have you on the show. You, you have, um, me and you have been friends for many years and colleagues and, uh, it's, it's always a pleasure to see when you post a new article and I always do see it when you post a new article. Uh, it's, um, so consistent. It, I mean, once a week at least. Uh, is that kind of how you uh, you try to put out something each week? Or I've, and I'm seeing you put out more than one in a week. But uh, is that kind of how you uh, like to do things? Yeah, I try to. Um, I want to keep my audience um, engaged and not forget that I'm here. You know, so. Yes, and you always find um, very, very unique and uh, uh, specific, uh, I know, specific uh, things, very targeted uh, in a lot of your bark posts, and that is, in my opinion, what makes you very unique. Uh, a very, a, a, you know, you seem to like to zero in on very specific points uh, that that. Specific people. I need a voice saying specific. I I, I can't say specific. Um, I get most of my ideas from the clients that I work with. Um, they're all different. They're all unique. Um, I'm working with college students now, so you know if they say something. You know, I'm like, oh, that's a good idea for a topic for a blog. I don't actually tell them that, but I write myself a little note and say, hey, I can talk about that in a blog, or I can talk about this in a blog. So that's kind of, plus I kind of sometimes talk about um, my own personal experience um, living with ADHD, and I was diagnosed, oh boy, about 17, 18 years ago. So I get my blog taken from my clients and my own experience living with it. Right. And you have a, a very interesting story about the way that you uh, came to find out 
that you were ADHD. If you're, if you would like to tell that story, I would like to present my show as a stage for you to do that very thing. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'll be brief. Um, I was in my undergrad. I was going to Consigamy Community College, and I had accommodations uh, for my learning disability because I wasn't diagnosed with ADHD yet. And my abnormal psychology professor um, tended to have um, short Ah, I don't want to say it like that. She always forgot to bring the test down. So I ended up taking the test in the classroom. And I was failing. I was straight up failing. And I got really upset with her. And I went to the director of the disability services office. And I told her about it. So uh, I had a meeting with the director of the disability services office and this professor, and this professor promised that um, she would bring the final down to the this office, which was only like three doors down from her office, and she would scale it so I would pass. So I studied so hard for this test. I knew everything about every mental illness out there. I was ready. The day of the final... I went to the disability services office. Guess what wasn't there? Uh-oh. The test. I was heated beyond <laughs> belief. All right. Oh, it gets better, Tom. Okay. So I waited. I didn't even go to the classroom to get it. I was that mad. I swear I smoked a half a pack of cigarettes that morning. And I waited for her at her office. I sat down on the floor reading, and I waited for her. I see her coming up the stairs. She sees me, and she says, Oh, Jen, I am so sorry. I forgot. (laughs) You forgot? She opened up the door. I went in, and I let her have it. (laughs) Yeah, I was... I said some things to her that wasn't nice <laughs> um, to the point where the uh, campus security came. <laughs> and the only person at that point in time who could calm me down was the director of disability services office. So they grabbed, they got her. She came to me, she grabbed my arm and she's like, get down to my office now. I looked at her and I said, no, I'm not done with this lady yet. And she's like, do you want to get arrested or do you want to? I'm like, okay. So I went down to her office, sat down there, my arms crossed, pouting like a little girl. And um, the the director of the disability services office um, talked to the professor. And the professor agreed that I take an incomplete repeat which would not affect my GPA, which is a positive thing. So she came back and she hands me the self-evaluation of ADHD. And I'm like, well, what's this? And she's like, I think you have it. And I'm like, no, I don't. You don't know what you're talking about. 
and it was a scale from one to five for each statement, and I was a five on every single statement. Right. And she told me, she looked at me and says, um, I think you're ADHD. And at that point, I just started crying. And it was like kind of a wake-up call. And she referred me to um, UMass that next day, and that's when I was officially diagnosed. Well, there's a story. Um, that, you know, it's funny because, you know, it's like you got, you found out from a, I guess, a superior uh, while you, you as a, I guess, an alternative to being arrested. And I kind of found out as I was being fired from a job. So that's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting parallel there. Now, yeah. one other thing that I have heard you say, or I read it, I don't remember how I I learned of this, but you have, uh, it seems like you and, and had said at one point you were, uh, you decided, actually made a decision to be homeless. Is that correct? Or, or am I completely wrong? I was homeless way, way back um, before any of this happened. Yeah, well, and, and you don't need, if you'd rather not, you don't need to talk about that. I'm, I'm just, it's something I remember. And but you're free to if you, if you want. Sure. I, I, okay. I'm not ashamed. I, you should not be. Um, before I was diagnosed, this was, I was in my 20s. And I am a recovering drug addict. I just passed my 23 years clean uh -huh. and sober. Um, October Good for you. Off, yep. Off of crack cocaine. And it, I knew something was wrong at that point, but I didn't know what. So, yeah, I did some stupid stuff when I was younger. I was homeless and just trying to survive. So that's how... It kind of all started for me. I was self-medicating. I do not wish this upon anybody, but I know there are kids, teenagers out there who are undiagnosed, who are self-medicating, and it, it just breaks my heart. It really, really does. I watch the show Intervention all the time, and on one of the episodes, this kid was huffering. Huffing, um, oh, what the heck was it? Oh, can't think of what it's called. He's huffing the gas out of the cans. And they said that he was diagnosed with ADHD when he was younger, but he did not like the feel of the medication. So he stopped. And he was huffing gas from the um, paint cans and aerosol cans and I just looked it's like wow really it's it's really high that's been that's one of my um I don't know something I really want to research is substance abuse and um ADHD and ADHD in a criminal justice system because I've been there done that and I, it's not a lot being done, and there just needs to be more awareness about that. So that's one of my pet projects in the, in the years coming up.
Well, good. And, you know, I'm really happy that you were willing to share that, Jenna. And one thing that you said before you said anything is that you're not ashamed of it. And I think that is, is amazing and great. And, you know, the fact that, you know, I, and I'm sure it never occurred to you then, but, you know, today uh, where you are, uh, I, I think that, your background and things that uh, you went through as you were younger will really help you uh, so much to to talk to certain young people or older people where someone else they might not listen to them. You know, you yep. you 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 know. So I I never myself had a problem with a, a addiction and I would not have a expectation of somebody to listen to me, talk to them. I don't even know why I would presume, presume to understand what they might be going through in regard to that. But, you know, you were there as, as that person, you know, living that same life that, that, that and that makes you so, uh, effective i would think talking to these people where they might not listen to other people but they would listen to you and you you are one of the more genuine people that that i am uh, aware of you uh you you have always been who you are and unapologetic unapologetically which i could not respect more that I mean, no one could respect that more than me. I think you're a fantastic uh, uh, pillar in in our community. I've Thank always you. thought that. Um, Thank you. Really- I'm, I'm just me. I just, you know, I I want to share my story. I want people to know that there are people out there who self medicated. You know, um, it got into trouble with the law. But, you know, you can overcome it. I did. Really? (laughs) What I did 20 years ago, I'm not proud of. But you know what? It makes me stronger every single day. I watch it. I see it on TV. I watch programs. And I'm thinking to myself, that was me. Yeah. And I'm like, I ain't going back. And so if, if I can touch anybody... You know, to just say, hey, you can do it. You can get off of drugs and you can be successful. I, I'm just come and talk to me. You know, I can, I'm actual proof. Yeah. Now, as at my, all my listeners know, and you know, uh, I, and I'm, I'm speaking better today than I have spoken since my brain surgery. Now, uh, when they did cut my head open um, and do the surgery and, you know, put everything back, um, I had to take pain medication, which I've Mm -hmm. never, ever taken before. And I couldn't believe it when they told me what they were giving me. I I don't know a lot about pain bins. The only one I took was what they gave me, which is OxyContin. Now, now, I I mean, I don't know what the hierarchy of payments is, but I have always heard, and maybe I'm wrong, 
is that oxycodone was quite high up on the list of the coveted pain medications, drugs that people want, okay? But I've never heard an oxycotton story that ended well, and it's nothing against, you know, the drug. I'm, I don't know about that. I'm just saying I know a lot of people have gotten addicted to it. Now, mm. when I took it, it I mean, if, if I didn't know what it was, I wouldn't have thought too much of it. Uh, and but it did the idea of taking that did frighten me because you know I don't I'm not someone who thinks that you know I well I I guess I was but certainly if I can get a brain tumor I could certainly end up addicted to a pain medication and it really did scare me I'm ha- happy to say that there was never addicting an, an addiction I didn't really like it very much at all and. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad that my pain is subsided to to a level that I don't have to take it anymore. But you know, I I it, I don't even. I wish I didn't have to take medication for my ADHD. But I'm I'm been resolved for that uh, you know a long time ago. But uh, I, I I you know the whole idea of drugs just really does scare me, and I think it. I'm not saying it should, but it does. Yeah. Um, so many people now are addicted to, they would get into an accident or something, and the doctors would put them on OxyContin, and once they can't get it anymore, they go to heroin, which is... Yeah, there's been so many deaths um, related to heroin out here in Massachusetts, and it's still rising, and it's becoming a huge crisis. And I believe that people who do drugs and alcohol are just self-medicating themselves. They have a mental illness, whether it's ADHD, bipolar disorder, whatever it is, and it's not being treated. Yeah. I, I think people do that without realizing that's what they're doing. I mean, they don't see it that way, but it's probably a lot more... I've never really thought about that. There's probably a lot more truth to that than you would think. Yeah, I, I try to keep up on that. Are, are you... um Now, are you active in your uh, community at this point, or are you still... Uh, kind of putting this together uh, as in your or you mo- I mean are, I mean it's so many things that you know we want to do and I know I, and, and you a couple of years ago I guess you got your certifications uh, yep. finished so I was very proud of you for doing that Thank uh, you. I, I'm sure ha, as, as an ADHD coach for the rest of the people out there considering that um you were a coach before you were certified, correct? Yes. Okay. What would? Okay. What is it? How is things different in your mind after having been certified than they were prior to being certified? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I was. I already knew about. ADHD and how it can affect people just by my personal experience. 
But being certified, I get the more core details about ADHD, the impulsivity, the inattention, the hyperactivity, um, and everything that come, can come along with it. So that's kind of the difference. You know, I, I got more in-depth in depth training. And do you think that you're a better coach as a result of it? Um, hard to say. I think I am um, because a lot of questions can come up um, when I'm coaching a client. Um, and I could say, yeah, I know about this, 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 and this. And if I don't know something about an ADHD-related topic, I will tell my client that that's something I do know about, but I'm not strong. I don't have strong knowledge on. So let me do some research on it, and during our next coaching session, we can talk about it further. What would you think about that? And the clients are like, "Yeah, sure, great, thank you." Um, I've had clients um, tell me that I have gone off of the limb. Um, trying to find information about coaching or about a topic that I don't know about and I bring it to them, I take that extra step for my clients. And people are like, wow, Jenna, why did you have to do that for? And I'm like, because I want to help you. Because I get it. I understand what it's like. I understand their struggles. Okay. So that is Jenna Knight of the never defeated coaching.net right yep. okay now let's talk about something else okay i want to know okay we everybody knows what you do and obviously how driven and how passionate you are what people don't know is and i'm curious about is like i don't taste what's thursday or friday friday okay so tomorrow the weekends what what do you do to entertain yourself uh, when you're not coaching or at work or, uh, you know, on the Tom Nardone show? What do you do? What are the things that, that you find yourself doing for fun? Oh, wow. Um, nobody's really asked me that before. Uh, to be honest, I don't do much. You sit in a chair and stare at the clock and wait till it's Monday morning so you go. Yeah. No, you yeah. don't. That's a lie, Jenna. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> what is it? No, I usually, because um, I'm so busy during the week, I watch my favorite programs. Um, I love Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, The Blacklist, Project Runway. And the list goes on. So I watch, I binge watch all my shows. You binge watch Netflix. That is a great, great, great answer. Um, You know what? I just got, it's funny you mentioned the Blacks, okay? I don't watch any TV shows that come on the four major networks. I cannot watch them. The exception to that rule is the Blacklist. I love it because it's James Spader. Yep. I saw they made a new series called The Blacklist something. Uh, yeah. Uh, Redemption, or I don't know. But it doesn't have James Spader in it, so I had zero inches. It didn't matter. if I find James Spader to be the most smug and arrogant 
asshole on television. And man, do I love that guy. I love I every, do too. I love everything about every character he's ever played. Uh, but anyway, that's why I, and I watched that show. I thought it ended because I thought the season ended and they had a short season on the last episode. But then I found out not too long ago, holy crap, you know, it kept going. I was like, oh, this is great. So I do like that show. Now, this is awesome because, you know, so many times on this show, it, it the show ends with binge watching. And uh, I don't know <laughs> if we've ever gotten into it as a specific thing, but now do you find that shows that you would normally watch week to week, you just don't bother with them and you wait for them to be done and then you just watch them all? Like yeah. in a, in, and what is the most amount of shows you think you've ever watched of any series in a day a day being 24 hours Grey's Anatomy and about what what would you say how many did you see that day oh I I can't count that high I 15 about that (laughs) I can watch the episodes from from the start from when it started like 12 seasons ago, 12, 13, 14, I can watch it from the beginning and still love it. Yeah, Yvonne and I are that way. I um, I, I can just take an undetermined amount of time and don't even have any idea. I mean, I've gone to a se- better than a season in a day. Uh, when, like, uh, what's this Tevin Spacey show? The, he's a president. Uh, uh, House of Cards. Yeah, I never get into that. Okay. The last season that came out, I watched it like a one big giant long movie. Like a 12, like a 12 hour movie. And I, I didn't even, it didn't even hiccup. It was, I didn't even realize I was watching the last episode while I was watching it. You know, (laughs) but when it ended, I knew it was over and it didn't have the next episode window. So I knew. But I it actually, it's two ways to look at binge watching. While yes, it is an incredible amount of time for a person to watch a single season of a show in one sitting. All, not very many people have the will. You and I apparently do. Yeah, exactly. But not many other people are have that gift. But if you that is one point to look at it. Wasting a day, fine. If but if that's how people feel, that's okay. However, a more educated uh, view of that same exact scenario, in my opinion, would be maybe that is proper time management. Okay, look at it this way: you're going to stretch something out over, say, twelve to twenty-four weeks. Every night, uh, on this night, at this time, have it, you know, movements, you know, and you have to be there each and every week. Uh, and, you know, you, you, or, or you could not even bother with it for that entire period of time, wait for it to hit Netflix, take care of the whole thing in one day. And then move on with your life. It's it's so much better that way. Yeah. I, I wish more. I wish more shows would do that. Uh, 
That's I, I have Amazon too. They're great, but when they have a Showtime series, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's just great. They're going to do a week to week. So, like right now, I'm not bonded. In, I'm not watching Ray Donman. That you ever watch Ray Donman? Nope. Okay, I love that show, but I'm not bothering it until the season's over. Like Game of Thrones, I'm not doing that every week. I waited seven episodes. I watched it. It was awesome. One day, one sitting, done. Do you know what you might like is um, Breaking Bad? Love Breaking Bad. Oh my god! Are you serious? I love. That's one of my favorite shows. You know what though? I I gotta tell you, as much as I like a hard hitting TV show, I cannot get through. The, I, I I just can't bring myself to watch the end of the last season. I mean, oh. there, it was so it was the that is without a doubt the most difficult show I've ever watched. And that last season, the last uh, six or eight episodes, once uh, yeah, I'm not giving anything away. That was not an easy thing to watch. No, I mean, I mean they they really went the distance yeah, they uh, did. Uh, on that show. And the way it just ended, and I'm like, so I'm waiting for it to go on, and then the credits came up, and I'm like, and I'm screaming at the TV, and I'm going, no. No. Yeah, you know, that's a funny thing. That's a funny thing about point, point of view. I mean, now, obviously, you... Certainly, and for those of you, maybe three of you who don't know this, Breaking Bad is a TV show, and basically, it's a show where the this high school teacher cooks meth with one of his former students, and it's a they're in the drug business. But you know what's really interesting about television and movies is it, it's everything seems to hinge on the point of view, okay? Because it's like you can, you know, you have no love for drugs. Neither do I. I, I, I have, I have a complete and total disinterest in, you know, using drugs. However, when I watch Breaking Bad's, I don't want Walter and Jesse to get busted. I want yes. to see them make the a successful business of their meth business. What's just ridiculous? Because I don't. I mean, in real life, I would never want to see anybody like that prosper. But when you watch a show and you know the characters, you should, you accept so much terrible things about these guys. And believe me, there weren't any two worst people in the world of television than Walter and Jesse. But you still hate it and went to see them, you know, have problems. It's, it's so crazy how you side with the bad guy based on the point of view it's holding. I mean, you're, you're watching the DEA hoping they <laughs> screw up. And, and it's, 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 and it's like a lot of shows. Uh, Sons of Anarchy is another one. I mean, these guys are awful. But you want to see them, you know, bring their gun business to the, you know, it's crazy how how that works, how, how you can get so engulfed in a show that you don't even care about right or wrong. It's just the story is so driving. Yeah, I kind of really felt for Walter White because he 
I, he reminds me of, um, oh, I can't, uh, the Death of a Salesman. Yeah. He reminds me of that guy. And I'm like. At first, what? yes. But then his, watching his metamorphosis was crazy. Yep. I mean, from that guy to this guy, you know, in five seasons. Um, do you watch Spartacus? Spartacus. Nope. That is something you should check out. You okay. will love Spartacus. That show has the greatest dialogue of any show I've ever seen in my life. Every word they say is awesome. I don't, you'll see it. You'll, and those of you who have seen Spartacus on, I think, yeah, Stars did it. it was, it's on Netflix. Trust me, good TV. Um, what What is your current show? That you're binge watching now, or are you between uh, between binge watches? Um, it's in between. I also watch American Horror Story. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't <laughs> like every season, but so I love the vampire season and the carnival season. This yep. season, I've not seen any of. I'm waiting for it to be over. Is it over yet? No, it just started. Ah, crap. It, okay. it it's. I can't say. Yeah, it's, it's, that is a unique show. They they and they change everything every year, and that's yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah, but that that's a fun show. Um, the I started to watch a new show called The Ozarks, but I can't get into it. And the Marco, I'm so sick of the Marco more Marco. <laughs> I'm so sick of the Marvel comic stuff that I, oh I know I'm just so sick of it. It's just all right. That's enough. I'm just have to go. But basically, I don't even give it a chance if it's not TV MA. If it's not TV MA, I'm just like, why bother? <laughs> if, honestly, if I see TV 14s, I'm not even gonna read the reviews. <laughs> TV 14, no. I don't think there's enough of a commitment there uh, to capitalize on uh, gratuitous violence and swearing, so I'm not going to give it a shot. <laughs> well, Jenna, uh, this feels like the end of a fantastic show, and honestly, that was. I, I, I remember very few guest shows that I have had this much fun on. Uh, this is a fantastic show. I'm so pleased that I finally had you on. I cannot wait to put this episode out. And uh, listen, I I, I I do appreciate uh, your help to Yvonne and me. I saw that. I, I'm very moved by by you, Jenna. You you, you no make... wor- don't worry about it. Any time. If I need to fly down to North Carolina, you're in North Carolina, right? South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. <laughs> I will. If you guys need me, I'm there. You know, I believe that very thing. I, I believe that's true. Uh, but anyway, again, thank you. I'm sorry Vaughn couldn't be here. She had. She has had a hell of a week, and yes, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure much of it she would not want me to get hey you know let me tell you something i this i didn't mention this on the video i just thought of this this is kind of funny when yvonne and we went down to the beach um, the, the video that you guys saw okay i did show my update yeah. video 
We actually, um, we, the, when we got there, we said, hey, the Bill and, and Carol, and then we went to the beach, okay? When we were coming back to their house, uh, we were going to stay tonight, and we appointments were the next day, and then we came home. We actually pulled into the wrong driveway coming back to the beach. So we had all of Phil's chairs and stuff that we were, that we were in some, some person's driveway. <laughs> The house looked just like theirs. We are actually got their hose and we're spraying off the furniture <laughs> in, in their driveway. And me and I kept looking around like something was wrong. And oh then God. we got all the way to brought, I put the chairs in the driveway. And then we we're going. I'm just about to open the door and say, "Wait a minute! Their door isn't red. And what's this cooler in here? And is that a basketball goal?" And was holy crap! I looked at the house number. It was one thirty-one, and we're supposed to be at one fifty-five. Oh no! Yeah. So I'm just like, oh crap, Yvonne, we need to get the hell out of here right now. And I was freaking out. I figured the cops might already be on the way, and if they talk to me, they're gonna think I'm drunk or something. So uh, we we got back there, and we were just like, you know what? We said this then. Well, here I am talking about it. We should never tell anybody about this. But anyway, <laughs> of course we did. Uh, but anyway, I forgot to mention that uh, uh-huh. in my video. So I wanted to get that that, important, that very important piece of information from the trip out there. But Jenna, you were, were a fantastic, interesting guest. Uh, again, Jenna Knights and her website is Never Defeated Coaching. .net. There is, you could almost pick anything about ADHD and type in there, and I'll guarantee you, Jenna has wrote something about it. You should go and challenge that site and see. I bet you there's almost nothing to you have not covered. Jenna, thank you for being on the show. And more than that, thank you for what you do for the community. And I know you've got a bunch of people out there that love you. Yvonne and me are counted among them. I, I don't know. Are you going to Chad? No. I won't oh, be okay. Well, I'll, I'll miss you there. I know. All right. Jenna, thank you so much. Thank and you. Have a great day. I am Tom Jones. You're welcome. And we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>